Hello, Mahin. Thank you so much for Hi. your time today. You have uh, had quite a busy schedule last week, and I'm so glad that you made it uh, for us here at All In Recruitment. So, a very warm welcome to you, and we are excited to have you. Brilliant. I, I'm excited to be here. Honestly, so Mahin, we were just talking before the show about your vast experience, and you have been in the recruitment field across different roles for a good fifteen fifteen years now. Yes, and yours is, is a very impressive profile of growth in the field, I must say. You served in-house early in your career and then you moved on and specialized in talent acquisition, employee engagement, talent mobility, and also coaching. And today you are the Director of Talent Acquisition, HR and Employment Solutions at Mishawar UK. So, Mahin, walk us through your journey in your own words and maybe tell us what has kept you in the talent space. Um, I think I've always uh, recognized myself as someone who thrives on interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an introvert, but very early on, I realized uh, that as long as I push myself, I do enjoy people and I like learning from experiences. So I, it's been 15 years. I started off as an HR generalist um, in the oil and gas industry and very soon realized that if I want to excel in my career, I want to go somewhere which is new, but has a great potential to grow um, and and challenge me. The information technology industry, and I realized this sounds like something that's going to be challenging and innovative, and it's something that's just starting off. So I want to be a part of it. Worked for a Dubai-based company. Um, uh, you know, there I got a what the opportunity to work with diverse markets, China, Latin America, Africa, uh, Middle East, South Asia. Um, and it sort of introduced me to technology hiring. Mm. Um, and I realized that technology hiring comes with the, the, the requirement was to reach out to people, tell them how your brand was different and how new technology and new skill sets were you going to offer them. So I've seen that in technology industry, if you're pitching people for a role, they want to know where they're going to go next and how they're going to improve on their technical stack. And if if, we, if they feel like a product or a technology skill set or a project is quite redundant in terms of, of what tech skills they would need, they're not going to join you. I started working for one of the top IT names in, in Pakistan. And um, um, that I think was another big break because I got to got the opportunity to not only introduce HR metrics and HR frameworks and structure, that I learned from a very structured framework industry like the oil and gas sector and introduced that kind of structure or, or organization um, to an industry that had no organization and was just in the mid, in the start of building um, uh, building themselves, right? Then I started my own agency, um, started, at a, started myself, had no assistance. It's been about seven years now. I've not looked back. I am now in two working in two geographies I have two entities um two teams working with me remotely it's it's fun it's exciting um we look after the north american europe and uk markets we look after middle east south asia asia pacific markets and i can tell you they are very different markets and very different hiring needs come from these markets so i like how you've you've really honed your skills in in those high growth industries and you've looked into maybe even sharpening these processes and and 
and, and taken it with you to start your own agency. And now you're addressing these issues in a very interesting time for recruitment and also for the economy. And um, yeah. Mushawar is, is the name of your agency. And uh, you also offer services in HR policy process and you also have career development solutions. So I, I'm curious, you've worked for 15 years. So what might be the key shifts in policies that HR leaders must be must be more attentive to? And are there any specific pillars given the disruptions we've seen in the past few years? Well, I'll tell you, before COVID, we were talking about making HR policies more inclusive, mm. uh, acknowledging that there's a more diverse workforce and that this workforce requires different types of values to be attracted and recognizing those values, understanding those values and inculcating those values in your processes. Um, it's become, it's it's a great time because you're acknowledging a lot of people, but it's also a very difficult time for people in the legal industry and in HR industry and the management um, side of things to, to really overcome these challenges. Of re- um, I, I know that a lot of my uh, colleagues are still um, working on discovering what um, gender neutrality means mm. um, and how do you address those in processes? How do uh, different kind of family units uh, to be addressed to? How do um, as small a thing as you just don't only manage maternity leaves when someone is having a baby of their own? What if they adopt someone because you have now um, different kind of family units happening. So, you know, small things like leaves for maternity or adoption for different kinds of diverse people within the within the sphere um, to, to the fact that um, now we have to acknowledge the fact that COVID happened and remote working is a problem and is also an opportunity. So that's a very interesting thing, remote working. The inspiration for that is looking at the Netherlands and how they uh, they are looking to introduce that into their law to make remote working uh, a right. It's a right. Uh, yeah. It's right. It's so absolutely. What might be? I mean, if this this really does shift that way, because if if one country does it, then it's it's likely that other frameworks will also follow in different places. So, what might be some of these kinds of shift that shifts that you will you will expect to see? Um, we've been saying this pre-COVID, but uh, post-COVID, during COVID, we, I have been someone uh, who's been talking about this very regularly to my clients and generally to people that you have to get used to it. You have to make your systems um, capable of managing remote employees. Um, and you have to come up with ways of engaging your employees, even if they're working remotely. A lot of my HR uh, fraternities and, and maybe not HR, but basically um, business heads don't agree that if you're working remotely, you can engage your employees and retain them. That's not true. That is not true. People with families and responsibilities at home will tell you that they are so much better off working hybrid models and remotely. And they are working twice as hard, doing a lot better. And we... And there is less wastage of time. So you have to understand that there, that remote working is here to stay and it is something that you have to get used to. Uh, you will have to make policies 
um uh, you'll have to make performance metrics you'll have to uh, create trackers if you need to to make sure that you're in touch with your employees and and they are able to deliver what you need so better communication about performance metrics what are the benchmarks they need to achieve their targets so clarity on that so employee communication needs to be a lot more clearer less vague your policy documents should not require an employee to reach out to a legal counterpart to interpret what you're saying your contracts should be able should be easily communicated to your employees they should not require assistance to understand what kind of clauses they're signing on to right and you need to understand that employees are saving not just money but time when they are not five days a week traveling to an office space they're saving time they can start at nine they can start at eight they just need half an hour um a lead to start um the possibility of going on breaks um is lesser i'm not saying that completely kills the point of working in a one on one in person as well people would love to come and meet people on uh, time and again but remote working is here to stay everything is becoming digital so you can't say remote working is not possible if you're saying that remote working is not something your company is interested in you're going to be without talent very soon one of your services is also recruitment services for the technology industry tech recruitment yeah. is obviously the area that's quickly taking space in all the playbooks in recruitment and the competition is fierce i mean this is common knowledge so what might yeah. be some observations you've made in this field in the past 2 years you know it's um it's a very different perspective when you're hiring someone from uh, who's a programmer and when you're hiring someone in the cxo role mm-hmm. uh their priorities are very different yeah um i've i've realized that your pitches need to be very different you know you're talking on on a very different platform and and your pitch is completely different when you're pitching to these two different types of people uh, when you're pitching to cxo roles you're talking to them about um about the vision mm. and you're giving them numbers stats uh factual information you can't sell them dreams only they are more experienced by that time so you can't sell them just dreams and be like you know come on hop on board junior employees are dreamers because they've not reached their ultimate goals they still got milestones and and you know when you dream you can dream big right but cxo roles people they've already seen a lot of the world and and you know they've all achieved a lot mm. so you can't so you can't um have very vague information one two people leadership plays a huge role people don't realize it but in a cxo role people want to know how i am leading people what kind of talent pool am i going to lead um how i am going to be interacting with these people and and who's who's going to be reporting me to, to me so what's the portfolio or the caliber of the people that's going to be reporting i think that's become very important for people um because uh, something that someone very recently said to me in an interview was um i can be just as strong as 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 the team that i have numbers matter shareholding matters a lot of people are now looking into having some kind of ownership uh cxo roles when you're talking about cxo roles they want to see um what is the process of them becoming a part um of the dna of the company mm. so is there a possibility for them becoming some kind of an owner um, um 
in the in that framework. So that's also becoming very important to people, I think. The great resignation it has affected both those in the in the C level as well as those in mid management and also those who are very fresh into the working force. But we've heard a lot about the great resignation and the candidate driven market. But there was an interesting piece from Conferry that discusses how this trend, this resignation, mass resignation trend may stall due to the growing possibility of an uh, of a recession. So what would this mean, in your opinion, for recruiters? That talent understands that this is coming and they generally move a long time before the announcement is made or during the announcement is being made. Most tech people are already finding spaces to be employed in whether they are remote or contractual positions or permanent positions. It is the support roles that are ending up without positions. And that is going to be a problem because there are industries that are doing well uh, post-COVID and that did well during COVID. That included the health sciences and the uh, technology industry, right? Uh, but there's only a certain extent to which these, these industries are hiring for support work. So generally what we're seeing is that there are people in sales maybe who are not probably going to change very easily mm. because if they are working for a stable company, they're going to still work for stable companies because the big names are still making a lot of money. They're making three times more than their last year's same quarter. Okay. So, you know, that's not changing for them. What is changing is that these new startups who do not now have access to seed funding or because of these funding rounds are not happening right now because of the state of the uh, economy and because of the Russian war and all of that. Um, um, that, is the, that is the system that's failing. Mm. But the rest of the stable SAs, system aggregators, SIs, system integrators, the main technology platform providers, they are still stable and they are still growing and they will continue growing because digital economy is not shutting down. But I can tell you that when we are talking about technical recruitment, there is no stalling the great yeah. resignation. There has been no difference in the attitude of people. We are still pitching technical roles too. But there is a difference in the attitude of people who are in support roles mm. working in these industries. They are thinking twice and, and we've seen that at the last moment, you know, these support roles, senior roles will not uh, at the last moment say that, you know, we're not going to change because of the fact that they're scared that if they change or hop into onto a new bus, they might be the first one to be later. So, so that you have to remember. So the great resignation, again, for, for the technology industry, it's irrelevant. Let's discuss how HR and talent development in this sense can become strategic in the midst of a predicted economic turndown. What might be some ways that HR leaders can provide a strategic perspective? I think you just provided one earlier. So what might be some ways that they can become more influential in terms of uh, supporting the business uh, mm. through uh, volatility in the economy? Irrespective of, of you working in a support department, HR is generally, um, no matter how many times you say it's a strategy, it's a strategic role. It should be a strategic role. It it does well uh, for the company if HR becomes a strategic role. Um, but HR decision makers can sometimes still be 
formed as support roles because they don't understand the business. So for the first thing for HR to do, to create a mind shift is to really understand the business. Then understand your customers, your business is selling to. Then understand the industry climate you're in. Um, understand how your business has been for the past five years, how your competitors are doing business right now. What are the new workforce engagement and retention policies that are in place? Look at the best one and try to do to outbest them. That's the problem in, in technology industry. You can't be an average employer and retain people. You will experience people leaving your organization in a, in a year's time talks. Every appraisal cycle, that person will leave if you have average employee engagement policies or employment management policies or talent management policies. Employee engagement is really about people knowing their purpose in the company and knowing <coughs> what their role is uh, actually and how they can contribute in that role. And in this, yeah. in 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 the past two years, we've seen many companies uh, by force having to shift towards dig digitalization during the pandemic. Right? And in essence, they have all, in one way or another, become digital businesses. So everyone who has known their role in one way or another has moved on to using digital tools, having to be faster and understanding efficiency differently. And these businesses are in need of tech talent. So what would you say are the top three challenges facing tech recruitment today? And how might a recruiter tackle them? You have to become more aware of how to use social media. If you're working in the European region and the UK region, unfortunately, you have to really understand how GDPR works and come around to solutions. It has really impacted businesses. I can tell you recruitment and technology recruitment was severely impacted um, uh, to a certain extent during COVID because of the fact that we were not getting opportunities to network with people. And in these in these regions, if you were not networking with people one-on-one -on -one or in other way, there was no other way for you to get in touch with people. Unless that you're using LinkedIn and your all of your pipeline is using LinkedIn and they give you consent to um, get in touch with them, you, you, you otherwise can't approach people, right? So GDPR is an issue and, and all technology headhunters or otherwise recruitment um, consultants, even if they're not in the technology business, must understand it and come up with ways of uh, navigating that very difficult um, space. So identify mm. communities. Now, what you can do is identify communities because there are a lot of recruitment communities that are still doing networking events. Uh, they're still doing online conferences which you can become a part of, and that can give you access to the talent pool that you need. Or you, if you recognize what kind of technical talent pool you want to be a part of, identify those conferences, technology conferences, enroll for those conferences, and then you know have access to people to interact with during those conferences, right? Mm. So, so I think networking is something that you have to come up you know various ways of doing it understanding gdpr laws doing networking connecting with people and then uh, becoming more aware of of what digital tools to use see um, and becoming comfortable with it you have to become comfortable of sitting in front of the um the computer and talk to people 
and make uh, make engaging con- conversation even though you feel like you're alone in the room and i i for, i for one feel like i i lift um or my my mindset or my attitude changes as i um speak to someone and i you know bounce off their energy mm-hmm. uh but i i can understand it doesn't really work that well when you're when you're just sitting with a computer but then you know with time you sort of start engaging with people do a lot more uh conversations just strike up conversations even with people you don't see an immediate need for business with um uh, so yeah so these are three things i w- i would definitely recommend you know understanding gdpr laws how to go around them uh becoming familiar with digital social media tools um um and platforms and third is uh, finding networking opportunities despite having um you know some very difficult then uh, it was very very well one on one networking was impossible now this is all these are all ways to build your industrial knowledge of uh, of the space that you're working in um and we've spoken about those challenges but there are also on the day to day um life of a recruiter there are plenty of tasks that need to be done and there are a lot of automation tools out in the market such as our solution in manatao so what kind of impact do you think these solutions or these technologies will have on recruitment on a day to day basis huge i think it's brilliant the biggest problem people audiences have with recruiters is that we ghost people yeah we don't give them in, uh, feedback okay and i think with automation tools like that that that's very much possible you know you receive a, a profile an automated email can be sent out uh, you review a profile you don't find them um up to it you can click on a click of a button that person can be informed about where he stands or she stands right i think automation is is a huge huge um positive um um step towards um making recruitment a better regulated uh, industry um and, and, and it's going to happen once you know later you just need to become more um and it right now it's a very good time because you can customize these tools sometimes you can work with teams like natal and um you know and understand how they can fit into your processes or or customize your processes to fit uh, such tools so that at the end of the day your your results are more exponential i think you can reach out to more people it's just about getting used to understanding technology not being scared of it a uh, befriend technology don't let it uh, get you scared um, it's it's absolutely fine just become you have to stay relevant if you're working in the technology industry even if you're in hr you have to stay relevant you have to um adopt uh, and adapt yep absolutely and all these experiences that you've had in um the past 15 years i think have informed how how you think about why technology is important for for recruiters yeah. having seen perhaps um you know what it's like to manually do things uh to moving into into making sure that you are getting the right talent at the right time and and keeping them in the role and keeping them uh, thriving in those roles so your experience in recruitment and in the talent space has been uh, vast and also uh, you know as i said earlier a good story of growth what advice would you give someone who is starting out in recruitment today learn to make conversations and be a good listener take out time to make connections um i think in recruitment you have to make connections stay relevant 
you can't connect with someone a candidate uh, a good candidate if it was a good candidate place them in one place or maybe not place them and then forget about them because um you're not going to go a long way so you have to learn to build your relationships be um open to communicating engaging remembering and interacting with people so make your communication and relationships count relationship is everything um in, in recruitment a lot like sales relationship is everything you can have access to the best data banks in the world but the best data bank is is having a good relationship with with candidates within the industry you recruit for and, and their recommendations um usually when i get a recommendation from my network it is the easiest placement i make mm. or the quickest placement i make because it's tested tried um uh, 100% accurate information you know as an hr person i can't code but i can ask a person who is a excellent architect to give me a few recommendations about people he's worked with who are great coders these work with our programmers and i know when he's giving me that reference they are definitely going to be worth it and genuinely they are so communication relationship um remembering people um don't ghost people uh, this is something i constantly tell people don't ghost your candidates It's, it doesn't help because this is a people business at the end of the day it, it never is, stops it being is. a people business right when was the last time maybe a sales person ghosted uh, one of the potential clients or ex clients you know no one so thank you very much mahin for your time today speaking to us all the way from from london it's a great pleasure having you on the show i'm sure the audience wants to know where how to look for you and and to know more about you and your company where can they find you um we're very active on linkedin um, linkedin uh, mm-hmm. you can definitely find me and mushawar uh both on linkedin uh whether you're in south asia middle east or 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 um, or uk europe so mushawar uk works with no european markets north american markets but mushawar pakistan works with the middle east and south asian markets and can definitely get in touch with you um we also have a website uh, www.mushawar.co.uk um or mushawar.org um so you can get in touch there as well leave your profiles we work with consultant contractors as well so if you're someone who's looking for a contractual placement um just drop in your uh, day rates your availability and we'll be in touch because we're constantly working with technology companies we're looking for consultant contractors as well so so yeah um, um more than happy to be in touch with anyone who wants to get in touch thank you very much mahin and we have been speaking with mahin nor sumro who is the director talent acquisition hr and employment solutions at mushawar uk do look out for future podcasts from all in recruitment and stay tuned for our next videos and don't forget to like leave a comment and share this video okay.